1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday, and I am pleased to announce that Isaac Bruce is back with us, ladies and gentlemen. He made it back. Isaac, how you doing, man? What what, are you
0: great, bro? I'm great, Doc. Back in action, man. Uh, Appreciate you holding down the fort last weekend. Uh, Had some business I had to take care of, but hey, here we are. The uh, Dynamic Duel. You tag me in, I'll tag you back, and let you finish them all, Doc.
1: Let's go, man. Now, well, Isaac, another marvelous Monday because our Rams took care of business this week. Now, we came home, got past the winless New York Giants, 17-9 to, to improve to 3-1 and one this season. Now, it wasn't our prettiest game. We was hoping that this would be an easy ball game, but maybe our Rams thought this was going to be an easy ball game as well, man, because they came out, didn't play their best game, but we got the dub, bro, and that's all that matters. man. 17-9, to nine, man. We 3-1. and one. They're 0-4, and, and we moving on.
0: Well, Doc, it's what I always call the beauty of football, man, because, you know, you see teams on paper, they may lose a quarter or some other significant players on their team. And, you know, you you know, naturally, from a human standpoint, you kind of want to let your guard down. But that should never be the case in the NFL. I mean, these guys are. The elite of the elite, as far as athleticism is concerned, and to be playing on this level, you always have to respect your opponent. I don't care if they're the defending Super Bowl champions or a team that hasn't made the playoffs in the last 17 seasons. You got to respect who's in front of you and uh, take care of business. So fortunately, we went out. We uh, played the way we played, got the win, uh, which is another significant win. that places us at three and one. And you know what? We were able to, you know, get guys some more action, some more playing time. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the first four seasons of the game. So this kind of is equivalent to what we would call our preseason. So after this game, the following week this year, man, it's time to get busy and start to plan uh, for something more significant.
1: Now, come again, I was cracking on the Giants, man, and how sorry they are, man, specifically their offense. Their defense hasn't really been playing too badly this year, and uh, defense played a really good game against us on Sunday. But, you know, the Giants' offense came in uh, horrible, and it showed on Sunday, man. They came in, ranked 31st in total offense, dead last in points per game. They leave L.A. in those same spots. Now the Rams hold New York to 295 total yards, nine points. They sacked Daniel Jones five times, man. Picked him off once, which was a beautiful pick by Darius Williams with less than a minute to play at the Rams' five-yard line with New York trying to drive and cut that 17-9 deficit, hopefully to – hoping they were for an onside kick but we put all that to rest and put it to sleep when Darius Williams picked him off man and pretty much end the game now regardless of how bad the Giants offense was and is we needed our defense to play better bro and they did that man five sacks held Daniel Jones made Daniel Jones look like Daniel Jones which is not a very good quarterback so regardless of how bad the offense was man for New York we needed our defense to play a much better game and they did that bro
0: Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, you doc. For the last two weeks, man, the defense has been at the very forefront of what we've been able to accomplish, man. And fortunately, we played at home this past weekend, so we didn't have to travel, didn't have to have you know our body clocks offset, so we can stand and enjoy our our, our beds and and get ready to to play this this football game. Uh, the defense has been great. Just the just the pressure that we've been placing on quarterbacks uh, two weeks ago in Buffalo, this week. Uh, versus the Giants, man. We're just putting constant pressure, if not sacking the quarterback, We're just putting pressures and making this guy get rid of the football before he's ready. So all of that has to do with the pressure up front. I think Aaron Donald being the anchor anchor of that defense, uh, along with Brockers, putting pressures up the middle and, and getting pressures on quarterbacks' feet, and moving them off their spots. It gives our outside guys the opportunity to get more one-on-one and pressure that quarterback and make him force bad throws or even passes that he doesn't. Uh, uh he's not ready to throw yet so hey uh hats off to the uh entire defensive personnel offensive co- uh, defense coordinator they're making huge strides man
1: and the thing about that man is that and we play without one of our best players man the young fella man jordan fuller set out the game man and we really didn't miss him man we, You know it's always good to have him but uh really didn't miss him man still able to hold that horrible giants offense man and you know coming into the ball game bro they had only scored like two or three touchdowns man Uh, all season which is dead last the worst offense in the league and they didn't score one against us either man they just got three field goals but we have four different players with a sack including Brockers man so it's good to see his name in that sack total and um, Aaron Donald got a half a sack with my guy that we talked about last week that needs to step up Samson Ekubon he shared a sack with AD man so to see that defense play well despite losing a starter and What was good is Darius Williams, man, the comeback, man. He got that horrible pass interference call on him against Buffalo the week before, man, which wasn't his fault, but it was called on him, man. But then the comeback, bro, that, that, that pick was, I mean, you know, Daniel Jones, he, he, he threw it kind of behind his receiver, man. And late, but still Darius Williams, man, man, a great cut break on the ball and to dive it and stay in bounds, man. That was just a beautiful play, bro. And we, a huge play that we needed it when we needed it. Big time plays and big time moments, man. You know, all defensive backs, man,
0: on, on on every level, Doc, they're, they're taught to have short memories, man, because you know, you you can go from being the goat to the hero real quick and vice versa. So just to have these guys step up and make plays uh, when the opportunity presents itself. I mean, I mean, I used to play for a coach. who used to say, never leave your money on the table. Go ahead. If they're giving you interceptions, take them. So um, uh, the pressure, the pressure that we put on quarterbacks up front, is all a result of plays being made like that. They're they're responsible for the big hits. They're responsible for the uh, tip balls. They're responsible for quarterbacks getting rid of the football before they want to. And all guys just have to do on the back end is hold up and make plays, make those opportunity plays when they're when they're given to them. So
1: that's what's happening, Doc. So
0: we see it again this coming
1: weekend indeed now as bad as the giants offense has been playing this season like i said their defense man has played pretty well man but they played a damn good game against us on sunday man we came in averaging 449 total offense total yards a game which was third in the league man the giants held us to 240 we came in averaging 29 points a game we only scored 17 and the Giants defense was giving up 357 a game 26 points a game so not our best offensive game plan well I ain't gonna say game plan not our best offensive showing but this Giants defense man isn't uh as bad as their offense is uh they got the good guy Blake Martinez man the linebacker who balls out they got a couple of uh, uh guys on the defense that can play well man but You know, they came in, and our offense was kind of sloppy, man. Didn't get it together. We didn't really run the ball like we've been running the ball. And that's something that uh, uh, surprises me as well, man. We only have 58 yards rushing. We only ran the ball 23 times. But damn all that, man. We we still got the W, man. And these are the kind of games that we have to win, man. Games that grind it out against teams that (sighs) horrible, you know, you come out a little lackadaisical, which I think we did, man, but we still got the win. So uh, these are the kind of games that we need to win.
0: Yeah, some games are going to be shootouts and some games are going to be exactly what we saw yesterday, that that kind of grind it out, uh, make sure everybody's fundamentally sound, make sure you can execute in four-minute offense or four-minute defense, but just make sure that you make your plays when they're presented to you. So uh, hopefully we, we get back where we were the first three weeks of the season as far as running the football effectively. Uh, throwing it around the uh, uh, around the yard and just getting back to our identity. I mean, I'm sure that's what Coach McVeigh constantly is about—the identity of the football team—and really not really stressing or 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 preaching the behavior of what what's being and, and the execution of what's being played. Because you know that identity will always affect that behavior. So once again, once we go back into the lab this week, uh, get guys healed up, uh, get get them treated up make sure that we are you know we're free of all the covid that's been going around here and uh be able to present a better
1: product a better execution of the product
0: that that we put on the field on Sundays
1: i am surprised we didn't run the ball more though man i i, I really thought we would come out running the rock especially darrell Henderson, coming up two great games man his first 100 yard game last week at buffalo man and scored another touchdown so i was expecting him to get a lot more carries man but just 8 carries for him 22 yards Malcolm Brown, good to see him, you know, out there doing some things, man. Despite having that broken uh, finger, he got nine carries, 37 yards. Now we didn't have uh, Cam Akers; he set out again with them hurt ribs. But I, I was kind of, you know, kind of surprised, man, that we got off that game plan from running the ball like we do because we know, man, we're a good when we're a good running team, man. That play action runs better, which run better, man. So. I really am surprised that Sean McVay and that Rams offense didn't run the ball as much uh, as they normally do, as they probably, you know, as as they've shown, which is the winning formula, man. I think that has a, had a lot to do with our struggles as well, man, because 23 carries and it's not enough, bro. Because, you know, as we say, man, normally when you we run the rock at least 30 times a game, that's a dub for us, man. So, I mean, I I don't, I don't really know, you know. I guess what I'm talking, I'm just complaining because I'm a running back because we did get the W, but uh we got to get back to that formula, man. We really have to pay attention to the play calls and what's called and what's run and making sure we're still getting those running plays and those that running game going in order for us to be successful moving forward, man
0: yeah, and in, in the flow of a game, man you know you often find you know some mismatches that you may have to take advantage of i mean if if, if that's not in the running game that week. You know, you have to do what you can to win it. But, I mean, you know, some of the pluses in this, you know, we didn't turn the ball well. We were even on the tur- from the turnover standpoint, and uh, we did force them to turn the football over. But, you know, as a team collectively, um, I think we can execute better. I think the game plan itself uh, is good. I think the approach that we're having every week. Um, it, it, you know what? It's, it's sometimes it, it may be a tough task for these guys who – but not playing behind the energy of fans. There's no fans in the stands. So we got to remember that, but they they are professionals. And at the same time, you may have somewhat of that human nature let down when you find a team come in that hasn't won a game. Uh, You kind of see that some of their marquee players on offense are not playing. So you could have that let down. And, you know, unfortunately, we didn't have a let down to the point where it cost us a game, especially one another
1: NFC game that are so, so valuable in this stage of the uh, season. And you talked about the turnovers, man. We did a good job of taking care of the ball. I didn't think just one fumble. But more importantly is that Jerry Goff, man, didn't turn the ball over, man. Uh, He didn't have his best passing game, just throwing for 200 yards, which is 87 yards below his average. Uh, 25 or 32, man, had a touchy, but no picks no picks. And we know, man, once Jared Goff and that offense, well, specifically Jared Goff, if Jared Goff takes care of the football, man, we have a great chance of winning the ball game, which he took care of the football. Didn't make any horrible decisions with the football, any horrible throws that resulted in an interception or a turnover. So, uh, just to have him playing the way he played, man, even though he didn't put up big numbers, he did enough for us to get the W man. Now he did get sacked two times, which it's not surprising. As I say, that giants, uh, that giants defense, uh, isn't horrible, man. You know, it's a pretty good defense, but, uh, you know, Jerry Goff still, he gave us enough to get us a W man. And, and I keep saying that's all that counts.
0: Yeah. So, Hey, once again, Doc, we go back into the lab, we go into our meeting rooms, offensively, defensively, special teams, and, uh, correct the, correct the things that we can correct. And, uh, hopefully control the things that we can control. But this is a game where you have to take this win, uh, put it in the win column, and start moving on towards Washington because, you know, uh, these weeks are starting to get very short. And before you know it, get back on the field again. Uh, make sure guys who are injured go and get treated uh, so we can be at full power for the next coming week. And just make sure, man, that, uh, as we go back on the field, man, we start to execute the way we know we can, especially that what we've proven in the first
1: four weeks. Now, we came out in that first quarter and executed pretty good, man. It looked like we was about to run away with it. You know, we scored that first uh, uh touchdown, man. Golf hit Gerald Everett, Everett scoring a, a touchy, you know, uh six nineteen left in the first quarter, man. But we were only able to put up three more points before uh halftime. We were just up ten to six. Uh so New York was making us scrap. They was making us grit. They were making us grind, they was making us tough it out, man, because we couldn't pull away from them. And they damn so couldn't pull away from us because they just don't have the horses on on offense to pull away from us. Uh, but it was pretty much a ball. You know, heck, it was 10 to 9, bro, What? just under seven minutes left in the fourth quarter when we were finally able to get some breathing room, man, when, when, when golf, man, just hit Cooper Cup on a nice slow. The ball was kind of high, but he, he gave it to him. Cup was able to outstretch those arms, man, pluck it out of there and go for 55 yards. Now, that was huge, man, because we need, when we needed somebody to make a play, those are the players you expect to make a play, man, the Cooper Cup sitting there making that play with that 55-yard touchdown, which... You know, he had a you know, he had a pretty decent game, man. Uh he caught Look at his Cooper Cup stats, man. He he had a nice little game, eight, uh, five catches for sixty-nine yards, but you know, one catch, you know, coming 55 yards. So 55 of that, sixty fifty five of that sixty-nine coming on that touchdown. But he made it when we needed to make it. And that's how cats get paid. That's why cats get paid, because they make big plays when they need to make big plays.
0: It's definitely one of those games where you you'd have to sit in the meetings to really extract a lot of the you know the Rams highlights, man. But you know once again, you are talking about uh, the beauty of football. I mean, you you find a team that's wounded. Uh, they're traveling cross state, cross country uh, to play a, a a late game. and you know they're kind of desperate. So sometimes when desperate teams come to town, you know, they give you their best, and that's pretty much what we got from the Giants, man, From especially from a defensive standpoint, man. These guys have a lot of pride. Uh, they make sure that, you know, they, they're not embarrassing themselves on film because they have to go back and sit down and watch this film as well. Losing is definitely not fun in the NFL. There's nothing fun about losing in, in the NFL. And, you know, every win, man, it's hard to win in the NFL. It's hard to, to really secure these games, these victories, man. But, you know, the Rams pulled it off. Uh, we're excited about that, and, and and let's push it forward.
1: And I know players, man, are gonna sit and say, man, we don't we don't take anybody for granted, man. You know, everybody, like you say, everybody on scholarship, everybody in the league, everybody in the NFL, man. That's what they're gonna say publicly. But behind closed doors, man, you have a tendency to look at the record, man, but like, man, they some trash. Then you look at the scouting report, they some trash. Then you look at video. In the meeting room, man, they some trash. You're sitting there looking at your one-on-one matchup like, oh, I got him. Oh, I got him too, man. They, they some trash. So, I think we kind of came out with that attitude that we back home, you know, we two and one that hadn't won a the game. They some trash. We came out and scored that first quarter touchdown and kind of struggled after that, man. So, like I mean, I know what they say publicly, man. They ain't take the game lightly, take the Giants lightly, but come on, bro. Cats are human, man. Cats are be like, man, they some trash. We finna go out there and, and blast them. A lot of times when you prepare like that mentally, your body doesn't respond. <laughs> your body doesn't respond physically. And I think we kind of seen some of that on Sunday, man, just, just to be honest.
0: Well, I, I tell you what, that's what separates the great great players from just the good players because – you know, you, you sort of start to get yourself in a routine as, uh, as far as film watching, as far as your preparation, uh, making sure that you're staying in the weight room, uh, making sure that you know your assignment. And when it's time to go out and play on Sunday, you know, it really doesn't matter who's put in front of you because uh, you're self-motivating. You have that ability to get yourself ready to play, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, in any arena. Uh, I remember a long time ago uh, just having conversation with some of the guys on, the, on, on teams and, you know, they would complain about uh, the music that's being played in pregame uh, in our own stadium at times. And I, I always looked at it this way. When, when we go and play in Atlanta, when we go to Seattle, uh, we don't have a say on the music choice. So you have to get ready to play with the, with, with any kind of music that you hear. It's about being a professional. It's about being uh, where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, knowing your assignment and executing that assignment to the highest level for as long as you're on the football field. You may you may only get three quarters that game. You know, maybe it's a blowout. You're winning, so you make you got to make sure that while you're out there, uh, you got to play to the best of your ability. I always said to myself, man, you know, as far as blocking is concerned, I block anybody. Uh, I don't care if it's my mother standing in front of me. If she if she comes and she's trying to make a tackle, she'll get cut as well.
1: Hey, y'all don't believe that. The way that man loved his mom, man, it sounds good. Hey, it sounds good. Hey, y'all, check it out. He yeah, don't be looking at me, man. It sounds good. That man, he loved Mrs. Bruce, man. Come on, bro. I'll come hit you though. You block Miss Bruce, man. Ms. Hey, Ms. Bruce hey, got to get the top. It's called, it's called tough love. Tough love is love, too. <laughs> tough love is love too. I got a block, got a job to do, man. And, and speaking of blocking, man, I'ma just real quickly. I saw that uh, uh that tweet you tweeted out to Ozakin, man, the other day, man. Hey. I was, uh I forgot who y'all were playing. He stressed out on the touchdown. You man, bro. That was a that was a nice block, man. Unfortunately, in in today's time, that would have been a penalty. But right it did, bro, that was a, bro, that was a cracker, dog. I mean, that was a crack block, man. I mean, what game was that? I forgot, bro. Do you remember? It was that was the Giants, man. You know what? It was funny,
0: dog. Here's the thing, man. You know, there were times when, you know, as a receiver, you feel like you're not getting the ball enough. And, uh, you know, you could you could you can be, uh, you know, what people call selfish, go to your sideline, you start cussing and blessing people out. And from from the quarterback to the offense coordinator to the head coach, if he gets near or, or anybody who wants to hear, it. you know, I was in the same position. I'd always be in that same position at times. And, you know, for me, I thought it was always better for me to just take it out on guys who did not have the same color uniform as me and that was always the cornerbacks, the safeties, and uh, we already had this, uh, you know, already uh, dislike for each other. They didn't like me. I didn't like them, and, you know, we probably get the chattering a little bit, and I'm cutting guys. Defensive backs don't like to get cut, and uh, anytime I got a chance to uh, hit these guys when they weren't looking, I took it. I mean, these were the same guys when I came across the middle of the field looking as pretty as I could. They were trying to take my head off, and it was legal at that time, so um, that that was the, you know, like I, I say, the dispensation in which we played, man. Where where head to head, helmet to helmet was uh legal. It was showed on jumbotrons to get the fans hyped, to get the players hyped. And uh it was it, was, it opened up and uh for your Monday night footballs and those big hits, those big grand hits. And uh, you know, that that was my payback. I took I took my payback back on uh defensive backs and safeties by cutting them and blocking them when they didn't want to be blocked.
1: Now speaking of that specific play, man. Now once you know Oz scores, man, and you you get to him, whether it's in the end zone or in the uh, on the sideline. Now do you 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 let him celebrate the touchdown, or you immediately tell him, bro, I just took somebody' head off of you, man. Oh, I tell you what, man. You talking about Oz, Oz kid man?
0: Uh, one of the most explosive football players I've ever played with, man. And just that play itself, man. You see how how elusive he is, and how well he can dance on the football field. And he didn't need much room, trust me, Uh, from a punt punt return specialist to a guy who could play the X position and and, and catch those short passes and take them the distance. Now, it was probably uh, in the meeting room come Monday where I would say, "Ah, man, you owe me one, man. You got to make sure you take (laughs) care of me. And and like I said uh, in the tweet, yeah, he took care of me in the Super Bowl, man. But he still owes me about three
1: or four. Trust me. Yeah, man. I just I just I just love to see that, man. That's and that's the thing that young receivers have to see, man. You got to block, man, because you get big explosive plays. The only really the only way you can get big explosive plays, especially running plays, is the receivers got to block downfield. That's why uh wide receiver coaches and offensive coaches and head coaches stress so much that receivers have to block down the field. Because if you don't, man, when a guy like Marshall Falk or Daryl Henderson or Cam Akers or Malcolm Brown, when they get past that first level and that second level, bro, they can't go 50 or 60 yards if the receiver's down there, you know, playing patty cake, man, or, or screen. You really got to put your face on them. So that's always been a big part of great wide receivers, Hall of Fame uh, wide receivers, man, is that they block, bro.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Doc. And, you know, it doesn't take much. It takes sometimes killing a guy or, 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 or stab and pull like I used to do. Uh, taught that by uh, the great Roland Williams out of Syracuse University. But, yeah, it's fun. It's fun kind of like uh, getting in these guys' face and kind of being that gnat around guys, just just bumping them at the last minute. And these great running backs, man, they don't need much. They don't need much room, just a small space, and they can take it the distance. Or just blocking for your fellow receivers, man. I mean, we made sure that we take we took care of each other Uh, we block for each other and make sure that you know we didn't stop
1: playing it to the echo of the whistle and that that block man you know it came at a time that you really i mean you helping odds out and helping the team out but you still pissed off about getting that ball so the giants dude had to pay for it bro you know he had had to pay for it like if i can't get the rock it ain't gonna yell at my team i'm finna smack the heck out of you man and you know being a veteran uh a wide receiver man a hall of fame wide receiver now i just briefly bro i What advice would you give to Van Jefferson right now? Because he hadn't really been involved the last couple of games, man. So he may be feeling down. I don't know. I'm not in his head, but I know he may be feeling down. He may be doubting himself because he hadn't gotten a lot of targets, you know, hadn't put up uh, 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 any great numbers yet. So what would you tell Van right now, man, to keep him encouraged so he won't get discouraged?
0: Well, this is the perfect opportunity to make sure that you are – uh, your eyes are on the goals that you set at the beginning of the season, and you know we never really just look at that those ingredients that go into the gumbo. We always just look at the end of the the end result of the gumbo. So this is this is the middle part of it right now. There'll be there'll be some times where the roller coaster is, is down on a low level, but you're always starting to head up. So th- this is that time right now. So he has to make sure that he focuses in on the goals that he set. Uh, his identity as a football player and do things to get on film man i mean blocking will get you on film uh you know adding to uh, uh maybe maybe picking up some uh, jet sweeps or running some reverses that that gets you in the mix that kind of gets you in the game and just uh talk strategy with coaches man to talk coach McVeigh uh with uh Jared Goff, uh the backup quarterback start listening and uh finding out how these guys are thinking their approach to the game The approach to the game plan, man, that 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 places you to and puts you in another level of uh, uh, being a football player, not
1: just a wide receiver, but being a a offensive threat from a mental standpoint as well. And great points, man. And of course, great advice coming from you. And. Him being a young fella, man, in college, you no, know, he's one of the first options. But you know, in this Rams offense, bro, especially in the passing game, you're probably the fourth or fifth option when you out on the out on the field. So he has to get used to that, man. And also, you know, getting Jerry Goff's confidence, man, because you can do some things in practice, running routes and getting open to, you know, quarterback be like, man, I got love for him, I can count on him. Or you can also do some things in practice, and be like, man, I'm not looking this way. And I'm not just saying that's what Van is doing, but I'm just saying. That's what quarterbacks can do. Quarterbacks and receivers, man, that confidence uh, uh, and that trust is built up in practice. You can you can get it or you can lose it, but you have to stay mentally into the ball game. And I'm, I hope this is something that he can listen to you saying coming from a pro football Hall of Fame, because we know he has the the, the skills. We know he has the talent, but now he has to understand this is the league, man. And, you know, cats going lock it down, cats going cover it. You got to do other things and, and, and stay stay motivated hey be content doc but never
0: be satisfied that's that's my advice i mean uh be content with with who you are as a player right now but never be satisfied and you know when you get more season into your career
1: always just be content but never satisfied indeed man great advice now speaking about rams as we said man they improved the three and one man and uh now man finally sitting in second place all by themselves in the nfc west uh in the nfc west this week man uh it's a push, man. Two teams won, two teams lost. Seattle Seahawks continue to roll. They're four and zero now. They beat the Dolphins thirty-one to twenty-three. As we say, we beat the Giants seventeen nine. The Cardinals lost to the Panthers. They're not two and two. They lost 31-21. And San Francisco lost to the Eagles, man, twenty-five and twenty. We're gonna see them in a couple of weeks too. We're gonna see y'all in, in, in you know, we're gonna going on the road to them, but we're gonna see them. But anyway, man, two and two, two and two. Cardinals and 49ers with three and one, four and zero. Oh. The NFC West, man, uh, uh, we can keep doing what we're doing. And next week, we got the Redskins. Isaac, uh, bro, this, man, this the first five games, bro. We didn't play the whole NFC East now, man. So that should be a win because that, I mean, Washington is is one and three, man. Uh, and that can help us in those standings because this this NFC West, man, it it, it, it may go down, you know, to the last couple of weeks
0: i tell you what, it gives us another another opportunity, Doc, to be professionals. I mean, we're talking about a team that's currently one and three, but it has a different coaching regime. And uh Coach Ron Revere, old school coach, believes in in, in hitting players in the mouth, getting guys motivated. Uh he's lit the fire under his young quarterback, Haskins, right now. So um whatever we can do, we gotta make sure that, you know, we're going we're coming out to play a team that we may think that's has the ability to three and one, be three and one. I I don't think there are many points or many plays away from being three and one. They're one and three currently right now. But um, we got to make sure that, you know what, we come out uh, and take the fight to them. Um, uh, As far as the NFC West is concerned, I mean, this is what we thought it would be. Um, We're in a a dogfight. Uh, once again, you know, Russell Wilson is being Russell Wilson. I mean, he was down here in South Florida this past weekend, man, just had a phenomenal football game. So uh, it, it, it's, it's shaping up to be one of those divisions that once again may be represented in the Super Bowl this year. So uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll love for it that for it to be the Rams, but it's coming. It's going to go down to the wire. I feel that uh, a lot of punches going to be thrown and uh, a lot of punches will be taken in this division.
1: I'm trying to see what's up with the NFL, though, man. They're trying to, you know, they trying to uh, uh, rebirth this East Coast, West Coast feud, man, you know, like they did in the 90s, man, because, bro, we didn't play Dallas. We didn't play dude. Buffalo. We didn't play Philly. We didn't play – we're going to play the Redskins. What's the other NFC East team? I just said it, man. That's we it, didn't dude. play – the giants the ones we just beat got bro they didn't, we didn't pretty much we didn't play to everybody on the east coast with the exception of, of of Dallas in that first game but they're in the NFC east i don't i don't know why they they done us like this the first part of the season and aside, aside from a couple of home games man they keep taking us all the way across the country man so for us to be sitting where we're sitting and we, we can get that W next week against the Redskins to go to 4-1 despite having to go across country three times. It's pretty impressive, man. Well, honestly, you know, I'd like to get the
0: crown of NFC East champions, man. You know, every division champion gets a playoff home game guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> can, can you at least give us the crown? <laughs> We've knocked off three teams already. So, I mean, uh, uh, great job by Sean McVay and his crew uh, having, to play, having the players ready. Uh, We travel well. Uh, I think uh, the preparation part of, you know, making those uh, trips across the country is uh, really showing up. I mean, because, you know, uh, apparently he he has he has the team practicing earlier in the day and, you know, taking the rest of the day to watch film just to be on that East Coast time. So when we have to go play those games, you know, that body clock is a little bit better than what it what it normally would be. So uh, these games,
1: they're important. Real quickly before we get out of here, man. I know you talked a lot of trash. You know you ain't talk a lot of trash, but the NBA Finals, bro. Rams fans, Lakers, man. Lakers up 2-1. Heat, what's up? Yeah, I'm going to quote Jimmy Butler, man.
0: You in trouble. You are in trouble. Because Heat won one game. game? Hey, you're in trouble, man. That's all it takes is one. I mean, if you ain't sweeping, I mean, hey, it takes one game uh, triple-double by a 40-point. 40, a 40 game triple-double by Mr. Jimmy Butler last night, man, on all cylinders. Man, we were shorthanded playing last night, so hopefully we can get some of our troops back. Uh, Bam, uh, I think Dragas may be out for the uh, the entire season, but, you know, get Bam back in. Uh, he's another all-star, and hopefully he can do some of that dirty work. But maybe we can just quell, uh, you know, Anthony Davis and the crew again, man. Some of those guys forget that they're, they're superstars and, and take nights off. Hopefully, you know, they do the same thing, and we just come out running and gunning like we did last night.
1: Yeah, I got you, man. Hope is hope. Hope. Hope is something else, man. I feel you, bro. But anyway, man. Anything you want to add before we get up out of here, man? Nah, man. We're, we're good. I mean, uh,
0: like we've been saying the whole show, doc. I mean, uh, this is the NFL. You got you got Rams that are on scholarship. You have the Washington team that's on scholarship. Uh, we sure that we clean up everything as far as film watching and everything that transpired uh, yesterday in that game versus the Giants, man. And come out as professionals and take the fight to Washington, man. Don't wait. Uh, but played uh, four full-quarters of Ram football.
1: The Washington football team, we'll see y'all, man, in a couple of days. And you all hear from us in a couple of days. That's going to do it for this edition, another edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out.